0: If you're interested in joining me for the Herbal Oils and Salves Challenge, then go to homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Again, that's homesteadingfamily.com forward slash podcast dash herbal oils. Hey you guys, this is Josh with Homesteading Family and welcome to this week's episode of the Pantry Chat, Food for Thought. Hey, today is a different episode. I don't have Carolyn here with me. She's there on the homestead uh, doing her thing, doing a lot of preserving, getting a lot of food put up and and watching over the kids. And I have a very special guest and this is going to be a bit of a different conversation today. Most of the time, we're talking directly about the homestead, right? And raising food, growing food, preserving it, uh, mindsets and and dealing with kids and and all the stuff around, uh, this homesteading life and family. But something that I have talked about a little bit, that's very important to me and and that my guest is going to speak to today is, is investment is sound financial investment. And this is new territory for me. Um, I've done a little bit of investment in, I've got a 401k, I've got some stocks and bonds, but I've spent most of my time investing in the land, investing in, in animals, I mean, reproducing assets, as you will, as in, you know, male and female animals that reproduce. Um, certainly some gold and silver. I think that's a very, very wise thing uh, to have. And I'm talking physical gold and silver is what what I have done. Uh, where I have possession of that. And so those are the things that I'm familiar with. But there are some other alternatives that I'm getting familiar with. Um, and I think it has to do with owning gold and silver. And so our guest today, Jonathan Rose, is uh, going to share a little bit with us and and educate myself and help educate you guys with some things you can do to safeguard, I think, your assets. And I, I hope I'm saying that right. Jonathan will straighten me out a little bit as, as we get going. But Jonathan's a seasoned gold dealer and a prominent figure at the Genesis Gold Group, who we're going to introduce you today. He's had a 20-year career in the precious metals industry. He's established himself as a trusted advocate for early financial literary education. And you, know, you guys know we're about educating. We're about educating you in the subjects that matter to us, And that we, you know, think matter to you. Now, Jonathan was born and raised in London, England, and uh, he began his journey uh, dealing with gold way back when, actually with Merrill Lynch and Morgan Stanley and uh, Prudential. So he's got a deep background in securities and financial investments. And it was during this time at the London Metal Exchange that he developed a profound passion for precious metals. And I think the precious metals are very, very important. I would rather see most of my assets invested there. Now, Jonathan relocated to the United States and he's provided a lot of consultancy over the years and uh, just been involved in uh, the gold market, the metals market. I think we're going to talk about IRAs and 401ks and how those all mesh today. He is a wealth of knowledge and and a true expert here. And as a co-founder of the Genesis Gold Group, he aims to empower both the novice, which I sure am, uh, and the experienced investors with the knowledge and confidence needed to utilize alternative strategies. I I think we're all about alternative strategies here in dealing with the state of the world and uh, where we're going. So, So he's bringing you. These alternatives for wealth preservation and growth, and his main goal is to focus on cultivating strong relationships with clients. So, Jonathan, it's awesome to have you here. Welcome to the pantry. Welcome to the pantry chat. Well,
1: thank you, Josh. What a, a lovely introduction, and a pleasure to be here. And I'm excited to talk about precious metals and educate um, you know your listeners on the importance of having a balanced portfolio and how assets like gold and silver are pivotal in terms of understanding how to hedge ourselves against all this uncertainty that's definitely happening in the world today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There is a lot of uncertainty. I think you and I and a lot of our listeners, uh, you know, you could say believe. I'd say we're pretty confident that an uncertainty is going to continue to remain. And, and we're, we're questioning what we're doing with our lives, with our assets and how to create what I like to say is better health, freedom, and security uh, in our lives through some of these alternatives. And you know, like I was saying a minute ago, um, I'm very familiar with holding gold and silver physically, you know, in my possession. But I know that I know that holding physical gold in your possession sometimes is a challenge for people, and there's other ways to do it. And so I'm excited to hear from you today on how you recommend, you know, we interact with precious metals and gold and silver and add them into kind of a balanced portfolio as it were. Um so maybe you can just give us a little start of of um what you do, what Genesis gold does and and um how how you're approaching investing in in gold and precious metals.
1: Yeah, no, good question. So, you know, when people envision gold, they they either, you know, think of gold coins or gold bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. and, like, and like you said, you know, you may have held or been purchasing gold and silver over the years. And people are just kind of now waking up to the fact that you can do more than just hold on to it at home. Uh, you can now use it as an investment vehicle, such as if you have an IRA or 401k, uh, essentially, you know, an IRA, some type of retirement plan, you can legally uh, roll that over and put precious metals in there. You know, this Mm -hmm. has been available for many years. It's obviously gained a lot more popularity over the past 10 years, per se, because people are watching the market. Yes, we've had some tremendous runs in equities and stocks, and people have done very well there. But today, what top economists are calling the environment that we're in is something called the everything bubble. So, you know, you turn on the television or you read the news, you're seeing high interest rates, uh, you're seeing inflation, you're hearing things like the debt ceiling, you know, that can got kicked down the road for for another two years, debt does matter, we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. We're seeing, uh, you know, uh, international threats, whether it be Russia, Ukraine, we see the rise of, you know, uh, uh, CBDC, central bank, digital currencies. So all these issues and more that I'm talking about is really related to the everything bubble. So, you know, what's going to be the first domino that falls, that's really going to cause, you know, uh, a seismic shift in, in the stock market where people can lose, you know, their assets. And more importantly, if those assets are tied to retirement dollars such as IRAs and 401ks you know they're the people that are going to get financially hurt the most you know people remember in 08 with the housing market crashed or you know throughout the years there's been singular events the dot-com crash you know today mm-hmm. you don't know what the singular event may be because we're in the everything bubble so people mm-hmm. are definitely aware what's on the horizon and it's more of a question of being a good steward with your money and being proactive and not reactive you know people don't Buy flood insurance after the dams burst. You know, you want to prepare yourself, you know, like homesteading, you're preparing, you're self-sustaining. You know, gold is the ultimate safe haven. It's it's a hedge against instability, you know, dollar declining. So people are really waking up and realizing, hey, maybe I don't trust the current administration. Hey, maybe I don't trust the US dollar. They're seeing all the international conflicts happening. They're seeing inflation when Mm -hmm. consumer goods are becoming more and more expensive. You know, how am I going to protect my IRA? I am retiring or retired. I don't want to keep my money in the market, but it still has to be parked legally in in an IRA-style vehicle. So how do we protect that? Well, we protect that by moving those funds sideways, still housing it in an IRA and putting physical gold and silver in there. Um, And you mentioned physical gold and silver because, yes, there's ways of owning different types of gold, gold stocks, gold ETFs, gold mining shares. Um, And I used to work on the London Metal Exchange in England for Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley. And and that's when you had all those people wearing those colorful jackets, crazy finger signs shouting and yelling. (laughs) That's fun, fun time in my life. So that's what we call futures contracts, where you know you're buying and selling contracts. That's not going to protect you. The only type of gold product that protects you is the physical tangible stuff. So, like you mentioned, you know, having land tangible, you own it. Having animals that reproduce, you know, tangible, you own it. It's exactly the same with precious metals. If you're going to invest in an asset that's tangible, gold and silver, you want to hold on to it. And you can do that through an IRA. You know, when you have a gold ETF, an electronically traded fund, it's just a piece of paper saying you own gold. If you own a gold mining stock, yes, you're investing in a gold company, but you're investing in, hey, do they mine any gold? Who's on the board of directors? Who's the CEO? Are they making good decisions? That's the price of your share, how it's dictated. So, again, there's a big separator. That if you're going to invest in gold, you want to hold on to it. That's the security. Um, and that's really, you know, why we started Genesis Gold Group was to be a, a good steward with your money, um, educating people because we're a strong believer that an informed investor is a better investor. So kind of giving people that early literacy and understanding of how to do this and the steps involved. And it's very straightforward as well. But having a point where people can go to a resource center, have questions answered and basically help people take those next steps in protecting an IRA or 401k. And that's exactly what we do here at Genesis.
0: Well, I love that this all revolves still around physical gold and silver and precious metals. And I love the concept of stewardship and seeing things as, as stewarding is a responsibility. It puts a responsibility on to us to manage well and really think about what we're doing. And you're helping people do that in this uh, you know, financial area. So you covered a lot right there. Let's go backwards a little bit. I know a lot of our audience is probably familiar with this, but some of them aren't. Can you just tell us what is an IRA and I think specifically a self-directed IRA? Give us a little background yeah. there to start.
1: Good question. Sometimes I talk about this all day and sometimes people need to, you know, understand, well, what is the IRA? You know, an individual retirement account. And people probably have IRAs right now. They may be with Charles Schwab or Fidelity. And we call these traditional IRAs. So maybe you're invested in stocks. uh, You have a portfolio of different assets in there. You open up your statements quarterly. Uh, We hope it's going up, but sometimes they also go down, you know, and that's the volatility of the market. You know, Mm -hmm. with a self-directed IRA, really what it boils down to is have self-directed, in my opinion, just means self-control, where you own titlemen of the actual asset and you get to control what you want to invest it in. With a traditional IRA, how these big banks make their money off of your money is through leverage. So if you park your money in an IRA, a bank will leverage that times 10. So if you had $100,000 in an IRA, that Mm -hmm. IRA is really worth a million dollars to that bank. That's how they afford all those big skyscrapers with the bank's names on them and those those Mm -hmm. big fancy offices. That's their business model. With a self-directed IRA, you're taking away that titlement from the banks and you're in control. And with a self-directed IRA, if it's legal, you can invest in it. So according to the IRS, you can invest in real estate in your IRA, land rights, mineral rights, oil rights, uh, cryptocurrencies, precious metals. Like I said, if it's legal, it could be housed in a self-directed IRA. And with a self-directed IRA, you have to work with a qualified trust company that can house the, the legality and setup of it. So we work with a top custodian that's been doing this for 40 years. And the basic process is very simple. Clients will call us. They're with Charles Schwab, Edward Jones, whoever their brokerage is. They speak to our IRA department, and we help them with what's called an IRA rollover that IRA rollover is tax-free, penalty-free, and you are allowed to take qualified funds from point A to point B. And point B is simply a new custodian. So you move away from your current plan administrator, the fidelities of the world, to a new custodian that we work with. Once those funds are there, you now have control to do whatever you want to do with those funds within an IRA. So be it, Purchasing precious metals, we would then have a conversation or what we call a metals consultation call where we sit down with our clients and we talk about, you know, what allocation strategy are we looking at here? Is it gold, silver, platinum, palladium? Those are the four qualified metals that are allowed to be housed within inside your IRA. So once we have an allocation strategy, maybe a split of percentages of metals, we then go on to look at products. Is it coins? Is it bars? And then once we nail those down, we are then able to purchase those metals. And then those metals have to be housed in a depository. So we use a depository that's in Delaware. They're called DDSC, Delaware Depository Services. They're licensed by and backed by the major exchanges. They're insured by Lloyd's of London for a billion dollars. And chances are, if you have an IRA, that's where your metals are being kept. You carry on getting your statements just like you do now. The only difference is, is you now have physical metals in a licensed depository backing up your dollars. Now, any point in time, you say, hey, I need money. I need to take a distribution or I need to take an RMD, a required mandatory distribution. Well, then at that point, you can liquidate your IRA, which is something I really like because clients now have the option of taking gold or silver, liquidating it, Taking the cash value, let's say they need $10,000, they liquidate, take the cash, get put back into their account as cash, or, which most of our clients do at this point, take possession of the metal itself. A lot of people want to retire with their IRA, but they they want the metals. They want to hold on to it. So you can start taking distributions in the metals, and that's very advantageous. So I guess I've thrown a lot of information at you. Uh, From a self-directed IRA, rolling it over to a gold IRA, Um, it it is quite a simple process, but it's knowing the steps and, like I said, educating people on how it works. But all qualified IRAs, 401Ks, TSPs, they all qualify. Um, As long as you are are retired or of age, you can roll it over. So if you have a, a traditional IRA, Qualifies for a rollover. If you have a 401k, you must be 59 and a half to be able to roll that 401k over, or it's the 401k you, you've inherited with you from a previous employer. So, you know, maybe people have questions about, you know, does my IRA qualify? And again, that's something that we would help, you know, your listeners find out on, on you know, does your account qualify and, and the steps it takes to, to roll that over.
0: Sure. Can you start a self-directed IRA with Genesis Gold Group if you're not looking to roll over, but you're looking to start something fresh, start a brand new investment vehicle like that?
1: You can start fresh. From what I can tell you is most people that roll over IRAs have seasoned IRAs. They've held them for five plus years. You know they've have their nest egg in there. So people mm-hmm. that are starting off, you know, the maximum contribution you can make yearly, you'd have to check with your CPA. I think it's about sixty five hundred or seven thousand dollars a year. But most of the people that we deal with, they've been in the market for years. You know, they have fifty, a hundred thousand, you know, a million plus in their mm-hmm. accounts, and and they're hitting the panic button and they're seeing what's happening with our current administration and our fiscal policies and the value of the U.S. dollar, and they want out. Um, and they want to be able to protect those funds. Um, and, they're, and they're doing their research and realizing what gold and silver fits our needs during these times. Um, and then they're contacting Genesis and, and they're, they're really, you know, helping them with those next steps on, on how to make that happen for them.
0: Okay. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about that towards the end, but I'd love to go back to maybe some foundational uh, thoughts on why looking at gold instead of tr- traditional investments, and that kind of leads into: does gold replace traditional investments, or is is there a balance that you know people should be striving for? But, yeah. but why gold to start? Why why is gold uh, so important to look at instead of just traditional investment vehicles?
1: First of all, gold. I always tell people it's the ultimate safe haven. So, you know, if you think that our economy is peachy and rosy and and everything, you know, we're chugging down this road uh, and everything. I don't think most people here think that. (laughs) Yeah, Because if that was you, then then gold, you know, doesn't. I mean, it plays a role, but that's not people's motivation. You know, people are concerned with everything that's going on in the world. When you have people like uh, there's a famous trader, his name's Michael Burry. Um, He recently... um, made a huge bet uh, against the market. But if I just kind of talk a little bit about who he is, he, there was a great movie about him called The Big Short. I'm not sure if you ever watched that about mm-hmm. the housing crisis. He was played by Christian Baus. a great movie if you've never seen it, but he was a famed mm-hmm. trader that made a couple billion dollars bet on the housing market collapse. And, and he's got uh, a very... Um, Nota, you know, very notable name and, and, and people listen to him when he speaks up. So he just made a huge bet against the market that the stock market and the S&P will, will go down. I think it was like a $2 billion bet. Uh, then you have famed economists, people like Nouriel Roubini, another another economist they call Dr. Doom, <laughs> for successfully, you know, predicting, you know, market crashes and blips Uh, again a lot of these people are saying you know diversify out of paper because you know large corrections are coming so when you listen to these top economists and people are reading about the rise of the digital dollar where they're trying to replace fiat currency Mm -hmm. digital currency so they're trying to remove our paper cash from society and make everything a digital currency well let's face it Mm. that's it's not a digital currency and without going too far down a rabbit hole with you it's a form of control right they want to know what we're spending how we're spending you know people are scratching their heads and and saying, we've got this problem, we've got that problem, we've got inflation, you know, paychecks aren't going up, cost of goods are going up, we've got supply chain issues, we're hearing recession words, some people are even saying depression, we're hearing uh, real estate teeter-tottering on a co- collapse, we're seeing the American dream being wiped out by interest rates being unattainable. So really what's happening in society today is the middle class is being evaporated, and, and we're ending up where... There's extremely wealthy people and there's poor people and, and kind of nothing in between. And all these financial assets that are getting caught up on the retail side, they're being chewed up by bad fiscal policies and bad debt that, the, you know, that we're currently in trillions of dollars of debt. And, and debt does matter. You can't keep printing money year after year and not expect you know, ramifications mm-hmm. for that. So really what that leads to is the dollar losing its value. And and when you combine and compound and combine all of these problems that we're noticing today, gold just makes so much sense to people because it's a simple asset. And when people look at a track record, and and a track record is very important, by the way, folks, whenever I invest in anything, does it have a positive track record? There was a time when, when the Bitcoin came out through cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin was the new gold and Everyone was touting cryptocurrencies, and and gold kind of lost its luster there for a minute. But I was always a believer. I'd rather have all the gold in the world than all the cryptocurrencies in the world. And mm-hmm. all of those people that invested in cryptocurrencies, uh, some of those that wasn't named Bitcoin or Ethereum, they lost ninety eight percent of their portfolio mm-hmm. as well. So, uh, you know, gold has never lost its shine. And if you just look at a four-year window for assets like gold and silver, they've appreciated 40%, which is pretty phenomenal. So the real question is, is will it rally another 40% in the next four to five years? Well, obviously, we don't have a crystal ball, per se. Uh, but if we did, you know, what we would start to look at is what we call a roadmap. And the roadmap in front of us is all of these issues that I'm sitting here talking to you and outlining with the rise of debt, inflation, interest rates, the digital dollar. So, so we know what's coming towards us. And we know throughout history that any time that we have instability um, or, 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 or really things that are out of our control, but we see that are going in the wrong direction, people want to move away from that and they want to move to a higher ground. And that's why gold and silver is such an integral part of a balanced portfolio. Yes, there's rooms for stocks and bonds. And and I'm not saying, you know, sell everything and put it into gold and silver. If anyone ever said that to you, you know, that would be bad advice. But having a balanced portfolio, protecting a percentage of your nest egg really does make sense. Gold's been around for centuries. It's been around since the dawn of time. It's not going anywhere. And I just think in today's economy, it's more important to have gold and silver in your portfolio than it has ever done before
0: yeah you know i I love what you're talking about there and kind of the alternative because so many of us are doing that already i mean that is the homesteading movement what i'm primarily talking about with people and and teaching and sharing and is people are hedging what they see and this is this is something that has happened throughout history i did some research and you can trace kind of whatever you want to call it back to the land movements, back to the fall of the Roman Empire. When people see their culture and their civilization deteriorating, you know, when it's going good, they move to the city. They go where all the conveniences are. They get to the hustle and bustle. And, 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 and you know, that's normal. A lot of people move that way. But as they see deterioration, as they see the, the everything bubble, as you put it, and all these things going wrong that we know are not sustainable. It has to break somewhere. You can't take on the debt we're taking on. We can't have the moral decay. We can't have the environmental decay. Um, you know, we can talk about food quality, so many things that that aren't going well. This has happened over and over in history in different times. And people traditionally go back to the land, to the rural environment, to these physical assets and, you know, both, you know, emotionally, spiritually and physically, they go back to these traditional places and i think and you know, i can't speak this very well but when you look at the history of gold you see people doing the same thing just like you're explaining and so it's a very natural part of i think thought for those of us that are going wow the world here we just don't see it going well for a while and we're taking action in our lives and and it's not it's not to go backwards 200 years it's not to go live horse and buggy but it is to establish some hedges, some freedom, some security, okay. and gold is a big part of that um, yeah, yeah. decision i think and and the track record of gold I think shows that people that do that 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 value's been there for what five thousand years and and yeah. it's always there backing up uh, your asset, so to speak,
1: yeah, you know the biggest change for me I can't speak for everyone but for me personally is that when you open a statement or you go online and you see a stock portfolio and you see those numbers on a screen, that's one thing, okay? But mm-hmm. when you have, and a lot of people may have not experienced this, but when you hold a gold coin in your hand or a gold mm-hmm. bar, first thing is like, wow, this, this is heavy. And it has this luster, it has this shine to it. And it does for me personally evoke emotion of, this is real wealth. Those numbers on my screen, they could disappear overnight, you know, but having something in my hand. So I think for me, some like psychological thing where I, I see this has worth, but I'm holding it. I can touch it. I can feel it. For me, that triggered something for me, and and that's kind of what made me a gold bug, you know. And I can imagine it's kind of you know similar aspects of homesteading where you know you see your life feed, you see your crop, you know, you see you you can touch it, you can smell it, right, and mm-hmm. and, and and run it through your hands. And and for me, you know, being able to hold onto something where it just can't slip through my fingers. It, it, it just gives me peace of mind. And, you know, when I hear the rise of the FedNow coin, which, by the way, I had a client, I share a very funny, well, not funny story, but funny antidote that I had a client that rolled over his IRA and he worked for Brinks operation, you know, Brinks, the armored trucks that mm-hmm. they were well, he was yep. very up at Brinks. And he told me he was working with the Federal Reserve. And he said, Jonathan, he's like, I hate to tell you this, but, you know, I'm one of the architects behind the Fed Now coin. And he's like, and I'm here working on the Death Star. And he's like, and I know what happens next. So this is why he was running over his IRA. And the things he was telling me was making mm. the head on the back of my neck stand up. And, and ultimately, things like the Fed Now coin, where we're going digital, which is like the precursor to central bank digital currencies, it's going to yeah. affect retail it's going to affect the workspace with you know people not being needed anymore but it's going to affect us personally in our pockets in our bank accounts here in the next couple of years it's going to be a, a, a slow transition but a quick transition in the sense they're just going to put it on us and it's and it's already here and you remember when there was the, the in Canada the truck drivers they had the strike and oh yeah yeah they'll try to pick it and keep them off the lines you remember how they dispersed those people they took away their money electronically. And that's how we dispersed those people. So that's my fears, you know, when we go to a rise of a digital currency, which again, I hate even calling it a digital currency, it's a software, you know, you lean a certain way politically, you have certain beliefs, Mm -hmm. there's someone behind that curtain that can hit the delete button and your money can be gone. So for me personally, holding onto my wealth, no, nothing is going to ever stop me from from wanting to hold on to my wealth versus logging in to a portal and seeing some numbers on there not saying you shouldn't have those yeah. portals to be able to log on but for me personally i i want to hold on to my uh, onto my worth and that's my conviction and that that's my belief about the market
0: well and diversification right you're not you're not proposing that you put everything into gold or precious metals We we live in the world we live in and Diversification has always been wise. Um, You know, even farmers of the past that are making a living today, we have these big monocultures and they throw everything into one basket. But if you have a crop failure, everything fails. And and so more and more people are realizing that even, even as we look at smaller scale agriculture, and you know, I'm talking our language here from homesteading, but you don't just do one crop, you do multiple things that create resilience in your life. And that, that's a word that I love to encourage people. And we're not trying to build self-sufficiency as much as we are as resilience towards the things that we're going to deal with in the future. And and gold, uh, I sure think, is a part of that. So tell us a little bit uh, about setting up a gold or, or maybe a precious metals IRA with Genesis Gold Group. How do you go about doing that?
1: Well, they can either, you know, go to our website, genesisgoldgroup.com, and they can even call us. We have a very easy number to remember, 800-200-GOLD. That's a pretty easy one for people. Um, And, you know, you'll speak to one of our gold specialists, and they'll first and foremost find out, you know, what are you trying to achieve? You know, find out if your plan qualifies for an IRA rollover, which I would say 97% of plans do qualify. And then we have a highly... Uh, field of expertise with our department that handles IRA rollovers, and they will, um, you know, come on the phone, speak to your current custodian, your current plan administrator, help you with the liquidation, help you with the IRA rollover, keeping it penalty and tax-free, setting you up with what we call a landing pad for your a landing pad for your new funds to arrive at. Um, and the process can take two to three weeks, so it's not a question of people call in and and people do this. They call in and say, "I want to roll over my IRA today," and we'll help them with that. But it's it, it's not just okay. You're buying gold today, you know. It's a little bit of a process because uh, there's a few parties involved. So you know, it's a one, two, three, possibly four step uh, that can take you know two to four weeks. I've seen on the on the longer end. So it's it's definitely a question of. Understanding um, the steps, educating us, letting you know, you know what happens step by step. Uh, people, want their questions answered. That's that's what we're here for. Um, we've been helping countless peoples do this. So um, again, you know, 401 ks, tsps, iras, and outside of those, you may be saying, well, what if I just want to buy gold or silver, right? So we do that too. Um,
0: you know, oh, you, you yeah. sell actual. You guys can sell actual yeah. gold and, Actually, and deliver, have it, it delivered. Hundred percent. Okay? We ship it. It's insured delivery,
1: uh, delivery up until people sign for it. And and oftentimes we'll have people roll over the IRAs and and then they say, well, you know, but I want to have something at home as well. So you know, we help people with silver. Some maybe tradable, barterable products. There's lots of different products out there that are going to ultimately give you the end goal of the hedge and protection, but then there's going to be products out there that maybe fit someone's needs more. Maybe they're more of a survivalist, okay? And they want small quantities, fractional gold, fractional silver, something they can use, trade, barter Mm -hmm. with, something that's portable. So there's, there's, there's quite a varied types of products out there that that can perform to than one another that are going to kind of fit fit the box that depending on what what you're looking for so again you know iras 401ks physical deliveries you know we anything that's precious metals that you can hold on to that's our specialty
0: wow a uh, question you just made me think of if you're going to hold gold or silver in a self-directed IRA, does that have to be in a repository or can you hold it in the IRA and still hold it yourself?
1: Or is great- that
0: those two different situations, scenarios?
1: No, that's a great That's a great question. Now there are some outfits that will tell you that you can hold gold in a self-directed IRA and then hold it at home. I would highly uh, be cautious of that and do not recommend that because you'll get an IRS audit and 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 the, that gold company is left, you know, with no repercussions, and 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 you are. So the only way to safely put uh, precious metals into an IRA, uh, per the IRS is to have it with a custodian and also to have it in a licensed depository. So the licensed depository we use, like I mentioned, is backed by the major exchanges and insured by Lloyds of London for a billion dollars. They're not a bank, they're a depository. That's all they do is they hold metals in there. So, Um, If you wanted to take possession of those metals, absolutely, they're your metals, they're titled to you, they're in your name, you can take a distribution anytime. And like I mentioned, you know, 90-95% of our clients that are then taking RMDs, required mandatory distributions, they're actually taking possession of the metals themselves. And then at that point, kind of cashing out the IRA, but taking hold of the metal, keeping it at home. Um, And that's a very advantageous, you know, thing to do.
0: Sure, sure. Um, let's talk about gold and or gold versus silver, mm-hmm. and just there, there. I mean, and I know there's some o- other metals there as well, but generally, yeah. we're thinking about gold and silver. It's what's familiar, and you know, there's platinum and palladium, and and that, that's maybe an extended conversation, but. Um, benefits over gold or silver, trying to establish a balance between both one over the other, just, just generally. I mean, I know people got to yeah. sit down and talk to you guys to get details, but general philosophy. Yeah. Or
1: that's, that's a great question. You're putting me on the spot now with these questions. <laughs> um, you know, no, it's a, it's a good question. I would probably say that's the first question everybody asks me. What's better gold or silver? And, and there's no real right or wrong answer here to be quite frank with you, because Earlier, I mentioned about, I look at everything with a track record. Well, if you look at gold and silver, they're kind of neck and neck over the past four years, 40%, give or take one's higher than the other that day percentage wise, but they've had a stellar track record where gold goes, silver follows. Um, but if you look at the numbers and you quantify the data, you know we roll over about 40 to $55 million a month just in IRAs, which may sound like a big number to you, but it's not in the financial grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But I would say 70% of those funds are highly skewed into investing into silver. Now, why is that? Well, mm-hmm. there be a couple of reasons. Um, people feel, and I agree, that silver is very undervalued. Uh, when you look at the silver to gold ratio, there's a kind of a mark on that chart that when that crosses, that's the mm-hmm. buy side. We're kind of on that right now. Premiums are lower on silver than some a lot of gold products. And more importantly, when you look at all the industrial and technological uses for silver, it's at an all-time high. So there's a report that comes out from the Silver Institute. I read it at nighttime, Josh. It puts me straight to sleep. It's like a melatonin. <laughs> but be it, it paraphrased. Pretty simply, and if you look to the chart, the demand, industrial, technological demand for silver is is parabolic. It's, it's just going up and up and up. Uh, supply, of course, is eventually going to dwindle. Uh, we're meant to be going fully car uh, manufacturing electric by twenty thirty. Good luck. We'll see how that turns out. I Don't think we have yeah, right. To that right. But right. you know that's the direction we're going. So when you look at quantifiable data now, silver people are very bullish on silver. Now, not to say gold is bad, because we have a little saying in this industry, you don't wait to buy gold, you buy gold and wait, right? Because based <laughs> on everything that's happening. And, and, and when you look at you know more, uh, what's the best way to put it? More um, data that isn't with us, but more uh, forward thinking or forward outlooking, we have things like BRICS, uh, the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, They're coming out with their own currency. Excuse me, that's my computer beeping. If you hear that, it it will disappear. Um, But they're coming out with their own currency. And is it going to be backed by gold? Well, this is in talks right now. So this is more speculative data. So again, speculative data for gold is also very bullish. Uh, But if we look at quantifiable data right now for silver, what we have in front of us, this is the real data that I believe people uh, are are really kind of moving more into the silver than, than the gold products. Again, not to say gold's bad or one's better than the other. Having a balanced portfolio on our asset allocation phone calls with our clients is very important to us. Sometimes people just feel that, you know, well, my grandparents told me, you know, that I should be holding gold, and that's their reasoning. You know, other people do look at this data and 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 see the industrial uh, charts for silver, you know, going going off the chart. So that's their reasoning. So where gold goes, silver follows. They're both great metals to have. There's no right or wrong answer, but I would definitely say uh, silver is is where where we see the funds shifting into more.
0: Yeah, I, I sure like silver over the years, but it's it's more because I view it as that hedge and something that I can spend if I need to, if the dollar just hyperinflates, if you know, right. the different scenarios happen. And so silver, you can get in nice denominations that uh, seem good for everyday use. And yeah. and so I appreciate that value of silver. I mean, it seems like over the years, they both go up and down in relation to each other. And and I, I, I like the long-term. And I like that you're encouraging people to think about their own reasons and, um, you know, what's right for them. People have different reasons. and And that leads into... Uh, one of my next questions is just things that people should be thinking of when considering getting into gold or silver in an IRA. What are some of the questions maybe they should ask themselves prior even to reaching out to you or to think about as they're getting re- getting ready to reach out to somebody like Genesis that, that they've considered and thought about? It's a good point.
1: I think more importantly than the questions that they should think about is who whom they're working with. Right. Mm. Um, You know, there's lots of people that do what we do, you know, precious metals, gold IRAs. And the first thing and the reason why we started Genesis is because of our beliefs and how transactions should work in this industry. There's a lot of companies and I won't throw them under the bus or mention names, but they charge what we call high spreads, high premiums, uh, high pressure sales tactics you know, marketing tactics, you know, free $10,000 worth of silver. You know, who do you think is paying for all of this? You know, you mm-hmm. are. So, so I think the importance is, is when you speak to any precious metals firm that you, you feel comfortable with it. Anyone that's on the other line saying, you have to do this today or high pressure sales, run a mile, you know, because they're not the people you want to work with. You know, you want to work with someone that's going to educate you, inform you, guide you. Um, you want to feel comfortable with the metal specialist that you're working with. Make sure they have an A rating with the Business Bureau. Um, you know, look them up online so they have good press. Um, you know, just kind of scratch away a little bit and, and understand who you're doing business with. You know, for us, I think the game changer is, and with the few companies, maybe I'm a bit biased, right? Because I'm one of the co-founders of the company, but something we pride ourselves on is customer service. Um, you know, a lot of times, especially high net investors that we work with, they're with Fidelity, Charles Schwab, and they're moving in a million dollar account over. And they, one of their, is that, well, I haven't spoken to my broker in years. He never calls me. And I tell them, well, he's going to call you today because you're moving a million dollars, trust me. So then they say, he called me, he called me. yeah, of course he called you because that million dollars, 10x, that's worth a $10 million account to a brokerage account. But, you know, we pride ourselves on client relations, customer service, uh, following up. All of our clients get portfolio updates. They get calendared, they get scheduled. We want them to understand that the products that they're in They're not just thrown into something. That's what we've been, that's the business model with these brokerage accounts over the years. They're thrown into these these products. And often when I ask people, well, what's inside your IRA? They say, well, you know, some stocks. I'm like, yeah, but what stocks? And and they don't know. And I don't say that to them to make them feel bad. I, I say that to start, now's the time to shed that spotlight on what you have so you can understand what you're in And is that a good position for you to be in based on what's happening in the economy right now? So that when they do take that step and then roll into gold, if I can render myself useless and they're making all the choices, I've done my job because we've educated them and informed them on why they're doing this, what products they want in there. And I think that's really the main difference per se, not so much what questions they should be asking, it's just more that relationship That they're going to have with those people? Are they going to be there with you once you roll your IRA over? Because that's important too, because IRAs need servicing. People need to take distributions. People need to liquidate. People want to purchase. So, you know, we are a buyer as we are a seller. And as much as people are rolling over IRAs every day, people are also, you know, purchasing and selling, purchasing and selling. So it's a two way street. And you just want to make sure that the company you're working with has the infrastructure and the support. Um, and the right people and the right team to to give you that warm and fuzzy feeling to make sure, hey, you know, I feel good about this. I'm working with the right company.
0: Yeah, that, that philosophy really resounds with us here at Homesteading Family in the way we try to encourage people to act thoughtfully. There's, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of concern right now, and, and rightfully so. But we don't want to be a people that live in fear and act in fear. Fear wakes us up concern wakes us up. It gets us looking you know, at the issues around us, but we need to not just then respond to that late night TV ad or or the email that says you have to act now. And I, I'm not just talking gold and silver. I'm talking people making the decision to move out of the city and move to the country and start a homesteading life. And they cash in their 401k and invest it all in property and, and land. And there's so many decisions that, that like-minded people like us sitting here today and our listeners are thinking about that we need to have a thoughtful approach. The end of the world isn't tomorrow. We can't control it if it is. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we can see uh, the things that motivate us, the concerns that we have, and we can take action, but we need to do that in a measured way. And I I love it that you guys are offering to help people do this in this arena. And you guys, we are not uh, an affiliate for Genesis Gold. We're here because this is something I'm thinking about. And I've gotten to know Jonathan and and Genesis Gold a little bit. So it's an option that I'm looking into that I value that I'm taking my time thinking about and uh, really just want to encourage you guys to think about this as well. And is this something that's right for you? And, and I know the guys over at Genesis Gold um, are going to take their time with you to help help you work through it and make a good decision, not a decision in fear or quick, but um, help you figure out what is, is it gold or silver? What, I I don't know how much counsel you guys give about what part of your portfolio and how much and and those different things. But but I'd assume that Genesis is going to help you guys think through that and make an informed decision. I feel very confident in that. And um, so with that, you guys, we will leave you that information to get a hold of Genesis Gold. Um, And whoever Jonathan wants you to reach out, we'll leave this for you in the description in the show notes below so that you can reach out to them if this is interesting to you and, and you uh, think it can be a help to, to the steps you're taking in your life right now. And Jonathan, I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge and expertise. Uh, very, very valuable. And just really appreciate what you guys at Genesis are bringing to the marketplace uh, to help us with these concerns and, and a place of trust. Cause they're there. This is a world that's full of scam, full of, full of pressure and act now and um you guys bring some good balance and encouragement of us to be good stewards and wise and thoughtful in our actions and really appreciate that
1: yeah thank you josh i uh, really appreciated talking to you and hopefully uh educated some people listening right now and uh uh, I, i really appreciate uh your time with me today
0: Absolutely, I'm sure you will hear from a few of our listeners soon. You guys, it's been great hanging with you. Uh, we'll be back soon, and until then, uh, take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pantry Chat: Food for Thought. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. To view the show notes and any other resources mentioned on this episode, you can learn more at homesteadingfamily.com/podcast. We'll see you soon. Goodbye.